When working on AI and robotics, one thing that comes up again and again is the problem of managing data. Data storage and analysis are energy-intensive and costly activities, and something that companies generally want to do as efficiently as possible. If you have a company that generates or consumes data, you can tackle this in one of two ways. Either by renting space from companies like Oracle, Microsoft or Amazon, or by building your own servers. But what if there was a way to minimize the need for storage capacity and bandwidth altogether? By analyzing and identifying what data is valuable enough to be sent as the data is being generated. This is where edge computing comes into the picture. Since you gather so much data, if you if you try to send them send that data all the time, it will generate a huge amount of cost. You will be dependent on connectivity. You will have um, time lagging in the system. You will have security issues. Instead, you can do it on the product itself, and you crunch the data as it's produced. The voice you just heard belongs to Nils Salberg, Vice President and Head of Strategy and Business Development at Stream Analyze, an edge computing scale-up trying to bring the capability of edge computing everywhere. We asked Nils and his colleague Kenneth Ulrich, tech lead at Stream Analyze, to come and explain what edge computing is and why it's something that we want in our lives. I'm very excited about the prospect of having more intelligence, artificial or otherwise, in our devices so that they work better, last longer, break less often, and improve in response to empirical data, facts that they notice about their surroundings. Uh, and, and I think that's uh, all within reach through using the, the potential of, of edge computing to the fullest. So the edge refers to resources that are located at the periphery or edge of a network. Edge computing then is computing that takes place on that edge near to where data is generated. If we compare that to centralized computing, such as cloud computing, we quickly see that the approaches are very different. But haven't companies invested trillions of dollars in moving their computing onto the cloud? Was that just a bad idea conceived by management and IT consultants? Should they have done edge computing instead? This is kind of interesting thing that sometimes people are referring to cloud versus edge. For me, it's both. It's, it's about artificial intelligence and analytics as a whole. And depending on what you are doing or the the environment you are in, you can use different kind of technologies. Uh, but I'm, I'm I'm sure the edge is is gonna be a really really large part of this. And it's more about enabling artificial intelligence anywhere. It shouldn't be limited to. I mean, it should work in a factory where you have these processing power and this bandwidth and everything. What happens when you're on a chainsaw in the middle of nowhere? You can't rely on the cloud there. It's impossible. If you have a wheel loader in the middle of nowhere, in a mine or whatever it is, you probably have limited capabilities. Well, then you need edge. Um, if you have security aspects, like even if you are in a production facility, but the, the, the supplier of that product should not be aware of the data that is generated. This is very, very important because if you have a product in a production facility that is active in every product that is generated, then that company will have a lot of information 
about its customer, how fast things are moving in their factory and so forth. Maybe you want to address it. Okay, you want to have the analytics capability and the AI capability on their product, but the information should not go to the supplier. That's an edge aspect of it. So it's more where can you use cloud and when can you use edge, but it's more enabling artificial intelligence everywhere. Right. I, I could make one additional attempt to come at this from another direction. Uh, suppose you've decided at the outset that you're going to process everything centrally and in the cloud. And uh, your domain in this case is an automobile. Uh, cars have uh, a messaging system called the CAN bus on them that enables all of their sensors and microcontrollers to communicate with one another. And a CAN bus produces about 10 gigabytes of data per day. You begin to see the problem. It's not possible to communicate all of that data in an unprocessed fashion to any sort of centralized location uh, on the cloud or, or really elsewhere. And once you make that recognition that some work must be done locally with all of that data before putting it somewhere else, then you've discovered the motivation and, and to some extent the definition of edge computing. Um, you, you're, you're going to have to do some, some work on this data before sending it further. And ideally that work will really add value. It won't just be making the device into a more efficient conduit for information. Perhaps the device can do some analysis and really contribute to the work you at one point thought you'd be doing in the cloud. Okay, cool. So I hear three things then. You have the accessibility to computing or AI or whatever it is you want to do. If you don't have connection to the internet, then it's you, you need some way to do computing locally. You have the privacy aspect that you Nils were talking about, uh, that you need to be able to sometimes do computing locally so that you know that the the the, the customer or the, the the supplier of that machine, but not the manufacturer, has access to the yeah, for privacy reasons, you can you can just make sure that the the data flow stops there, but you still can access the service. And then lastly, you have the basically bandwidth and storage aspects that you want to be able to do computation and have that be relevant, but you don't necessarily want to stand, store 10 gigabytes of car data in a cloud solution because it's expensive. And you can go on and go on. I mean, if you try to send all this data itself, I mean, okay, in that case, you store it somewhere. First of all, you, you pay a lot for that cost because of the, tra the transfer of the data. And then you have the sustainability aspect. I mean, the energy these data centers are requiring all the time. I mean, if we can address that the data that are sent to these centers are, are getting lowered quite a lot, that's also a reason for it. You can start talking about speed. I mean, Kenneth talked about autonomous driving here, for instance. I mean, if you send something somewhere, crunch the data and send the, the so to speak, the, the, the answer or the result back to it, of course, it's going to lag in time instead of crunching it and do the calculation on the vehicle. Do you have that time? Or maybe Jacob is, 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 is I don't know. I don't know what happened during that time in his, in his car, you know. 
you can end up in, in pretty bad situations probably. So it's, it's a lot of different aspects. You have heard Designing the Robot Revolution core concepts about edge computing. This is our new series where we collaborate with and get help from industry experts from leading companies to explore and explain the key concepts that are essential to designing a future that is good for people, business and the planet. In today's episode, we were joined by Nils Salberg and Kenneth Ulrich from Stream Analyze, who helped us understand the first core concept of edge computing. If you want to hear the full discussion with Nils and Kenneth on edge computing, head over to our sister stream, Robot Revolution Deep Dives, where we will explore this concept in greater detail. You'll find the link to that discussion in the show notes of this episode.